who am I? That's not a secret I'll never tell. You know you love me. Who the f*** is Gossip Girl? This is a weekly podcast where two Gossip Girl fans, Kate and Annie, make one fool who's never seen Gossip Girl, that's me, Gav, watch the entire thing. This is the seventh episode of season five, The Big Sleep No More, where Dan somehow manages to be more annoying than usual. (sighs) Quite a feat. Also, just to say, this is the last episode we have to record on Zoom, and we're back in the studio next week, and we cannot wait. Thank you very much for bearing with us. Right, here we go. Season 5, Episode 7, The Big Sleep No More. I didn't even realize what the name of this was. Why didn't I not know? Maybe it's because I'm not watching it on Netflix anymore. Because it's not on Netflix anymore. I'm not looking at the... I can't believe they actually took it off. Remember they bluffed? They bluffed like four years ago. Yeah. And then this year they were like... Yeah. Mm. We're basically low-key pirating it. um, And we've got got like a little piracy ring going on. Yeah. We bought it. Yeah. and now I'm pirating it for you guys, yeah. Uh, big shout out to Blair's Fringe, the star of the show at the beginning of this uh, episode. <laughs> Even I know that's a good fringe. It's very classy of her. She's a classy bitch. Oh, I bet that beginning bit is from the film The Big Sleep. <laughs> it's just classic Gossip Girl, though, isn't it? Mm. Where it's just black and white film reference of a dream no. and it's Little always Blair sequences. isn't it I feel like it's a very Blair situation that's because none of the any of the other ones have got anything going on in their fucking brains so there's no way they dream properly <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately I'm not having any dreams you know I think you said like what's not happening now is you're you're, you're not seeing people who you just see now and again and you're not seeing people who are just not like Basically, I your said, best I said mates. That too. Was it okay? <laughs> I knew it was one of you, but I, at the at the time, I was like, "Yeah, how good is it that now you're just speaking to the people that you really want to speak to all the time?" And but I feel like I don't know. My social eyes is mm. is smaller now. You know what I mean? Because but don't you also feel like because you're just talking to your homies? I'm just talking to people I'm really close to, so I'm talking, telling them about everything. And yeah. sometimes you just want to have a mindless conversation about yeah. nothing. Or this just is what like, we talked about. This is what Or it just was, yeah. like, you know, I have a little gossip or whatever. Mm. But it's like every time someone's like, hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. And you just yeah. like get into it fully. <laughs> Whereas if you're just talking to an acquaintance, you just be like, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Like, and then you're just talking about something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what else I miss? I really miss gossip. The pub? Gossip. 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 No one has anything no going on right now. No one's got any gossip because nothing's happening. Mm. No so one's upsetting. getting drunk. No one's doing something stupid. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like there's. A, it's good in London. I think it happens more than it used to, definitely, where you just pop out for one or two pints or you pop out for a coffee or something like that with just random people now and again, whereas you're just not doing that now. So it's bad, isn't it? Um, but yeah, there we go. Um, but do you know what else else is funny? The fact that Liz Hurley has pictures of herself up in, oh in, God, her, yes. in her own office. I wrote that down too. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, what, she's like, got like beauty pictures of herself as a as a youngster up in her own office. Like she's right, obviously desk as well. So when you're in a meeting with her, you're looking at the old version and the young version. That's odd, isn't it? 
Maybe I'll do that when I move into my new place. Mm. Put pictures of yourself up everywhere. Just have like a massive portrait of myself the second you walk in the door. Oh, I'd love that. See people's reaction. Um, (laughs) My friends in Toronto, when they, there were like three of them and they moved into their own place um, above the fireplace. They had, uh, they had, uh, what are those, what are those called when you're an actor? Headshots. 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 They had three headshots of them, like in black and white, with like an air uh, uh, wind machine. It was so funny. That's That's really really good. I um I've ordered. I don't even know when it's going to come. I've just written it down to check it now. But like one of those portraits of Coke of like of old school portrait of Coco with me. So like I'm like this, Aww. and then Coco is like standing behind me with her hand on my shoulder, a human hand on my shoulder, and then Coco's face. But oh my god, that's so funny. I bought it when I was having a pretty rough time in my own Aww. mind, and uh, thought it would come quicker than it has. But I actually feel all right now. So hopefully it'll come during the next cycle of downness uh, and cheer me up who knows um i wrote how funny it is that dan is obviously biffing his book tour and he's obviously doing something bad with it um yeah what a fucking (sighs) entitled dickhead absolutely this is like the least you can do go on your book tour also as someone whose book is coming out in the middle of a global lockdown yeah i would kill for a book tour yeah also as well like he just wants to be he just wants to be famous he wants to be instantly famous because he's written a book that went on the bestsellers list he just doesn't want to have to do any of the work for it um and because like 10 people turned up and i feel like 10 people in a bookshop that's gonna feel like a lot um 10 people buy my book i'll be happy fucking hell (laughs) i um I'll tell you who it is after the after the podcast, but I met someone who was on like the Times bestseller list. Yeah. Um, at he he was also speaking at the same thing that I was, and we were talking about. I got a bit pissed, and uh, I was like, "Mate, like, do you mind if you ask like how many copies is get you on the bestseller list?" And he told me, and I was like, "That doesn't seem like that much." And he was like, "It's a lot more than you think." But he was like, "That's why people do these things. That's why people do these talks because." You set yourself up. He was like, his book was about, about like workplace stuff. So he was like, if I do three talks a day, guaranteed <laughs> those businesses would have probably bought like 20 copies of the book to give away at the talk. So he was like, um... he's like, I'm doing 60 to 100 copies a day from doing three, four talks a day. And I was like, yeah, that's actually really good. And he was like, I'm absolutely knackered. But he's like, that's what you've got to do, isn't it? Like, and I was like, wow, I didn't even think about it like that. Like how like such small numbers can actually translate to a lot, you know, way bigger yeah. numbers. Um, so that's what Dan's wow. not thinking about. He's like 10 people. But you don't know who those 10 people are going to tell. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, oh, he's such a prick. I hate him. I, I mean, he is a prick and I do hate him. I really love... Uh, if he, he's like, right, I want to not go on this book tour. Where can I possibly hide that no one will find me? My house? I just hide in my house. Unbelievable. My house that my dad like lets himself <laughs> into constantly, like three times a day. And even at the end where it comes out, oh, he's not gone on the book tour. He's still in hiding. He hides back in the same place. <laughs> Although I did enjoy the fact that because he was supposed to be on this book tour, he wasn't yeah. really in this episode. It was mm. nice. that's true actually it's strange that when rufus gets home and sees him in bed he acts so shocked he's like why are you so shocked by your father walking into his own house that he lives and owns (laughs) yeah also why is there like a bowl of fruit like fresh fruit in an apartment 
Nice. That no one's supposed to be in. Maybe that's what Rufus was doing. He was going home because he was like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot I had a big bowl of fresh fruit there. Um, or maybe it's fake fruit. Could be fake fruit. That's true, actually. Fake fruit. I really like that. Uh, so, yeah, again, Blair in this episode just acting like a child and all oh this different... Did you guys remember that Dorota was pregnant? I totally know no. that. The, we talked about this in a previous episode where it was like, it's really muddy because it's one of those, it's one of those like, oh, who's pregnant? And Dorota's like, oh, it's actually me that's pregnant. And you're thinking, and in my head, you're like, oh, she's just saying that to cover for Blair. No, she is actually pregnant, but she was also saying it to cover for Blair. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. mess. Absolute mess. There's a really weird thing that happens in Mad Men that's similar to that. Where in Go one on. of, in one of the series, uh, a character has a baby and she doesn't know she's having a baby. It's like a surprise baby that she's like blocked out of her mind. And then in the season after that, her sister has also had a baby at that time. But you're like everybody at the time when it came out was really confused. They were like, oh, is her sister now bringing up the baby? It's like, no, it's a different baby. It's just a different baby. Uh, I don't remember that. It's really confusing. It's really confusing. Um, But yeah, at the time, everyone was like, is that her baby? And they're like, no, her sister was also pregnant at the same time that she was pregnant. Yeah. It's fucking really muddy, really muddy. Um, I like, though, even though I don't like all this Blair stuff, I do like that when they take bread to feed the ducks it's this beautifully fresh sourdough <laughs> loaf whereas like when i was allowed to feed the ducks when i was a kid it was just like old bread that had gone stale and moldy yeah and of course uh, you shouldn't give ducks bread at is all that true no you shouldn't why you should give them like seeds and stuff i think or something bread ducks will have what they fucking given mate all right <laughs> what? wait no, why why not bread it's bad for them can't remember why but is it bad for I them mean, in the same you... sense as it's bad for us? What, it's just very carby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's um, actually bad for them because like, they're ducks. Oh, they no. weren't supposed to put like, flour and eat? What do ducks eat normal? Together? Seeds like, and Bits and Where? bobs. Don't bits really and bobs. But like, they're always in the Nature. water. What are they eating? Nature. They're always in the water. like Grubs. Sp- yeah, it could be little little bugs. Reeds and shit. I, yeah, I, a very, very good um, Blair sentence, though, where we have her saying, I need to stop chuck, chucking with my head. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was quite good. I thought Dorota was, was good. very good in this episode because she was like... On us. it. She mm. was like us going, ugh, not this again. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, this isn't what you said you were going to do. Ugh, like, remember you're pregnant. Yeah, like, I really thought it was well done. And the way that she it turned out, she had texted Chuck and been like, Mr. Chuck... You must mess with Blair so yeah. that she'll stop messing with you. That's a little bit too involved for me, that is. Yeah, why does she have I mean, number? I'm not sure that Chuck and Dorota would really have text conversations, but I quite liked it. I'd like to think that if I was a lady and I was pregnant, I wouldn't have to worry about any of this stuff anymore. <laughs> I think my main worry would be, let's just keep healthy and, mm. and not stressed. So my baby comes out great. Um, no, it's pretty boring being pregnant. I I, 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 mean, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I can fill nothing, like a, an infinite amount of time doing fuck all and be really happy with her as well. Um, like if you took away work, I would be a bit sad for a bit, but I feel like there's so much stuff to actually do 
I think half of that has been able to play video game. Like with video games though, I could fill 10 hours a day. Easy. Boom. Playing video games. Yeah, playing video games. It's great. My boyfriend just bought a a PlayStation 4, not 5, um, which is good for him. Mm. (laughs) That's good for me. Um, well, unless you play games together, all there's like there's a bunch of really good um, like single player games that are narrative based, and like yeah. you can you can do in like four or five hours, and they're really amazing stories to them. Um, the thing is that I I I just don't have the kind of brain that can appreciate video games. I don't think I just don't like um, competitive ones. Like I mm. like I like kind of the slow build, like Sims yeah. or. Um, what was that farm one ages ago? Yeah. Uh, I just like stuff where I can build stuff. I don't like things that I have to kill people and stuff. Mm. I like I th- Mario Kart. That's fun too. I like Mario Kart, but only for like you know, half like one or two rounds. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I just can't be asked with like, I just it just doesn't appeal to me in any way. Mm. So, um, <laughs> Gav's heart is like breaking. Sorry, Gav. I mean, it doesn't affect me. I'm having a great right. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like Kate, know- Kate, Kate not enjoying video games. I'm not going to be sitting there tonight when I'm playing video games. And, oh, I wish Kate liked this a little bit more. <laughs> I couldn't give less of a shit. <laughs> um, yes. I mean, it's absolutely fine because, um, I only see Tom at the weekend. Doesn't sound like it is, mate. <laughs> I know, you keep going on about it. I keep thinking that this segment's over, but she... <laughs> no, no, no. We are. It's over. fine. It's fine. It's fine. The thing is, guys, tell us more. <laughs> Why are they so loud? <laughs> <laughs> they are really loud. Though. Anyway. Um, um, I get motion sickness from them, you know? I don't, because I don't look at them. <laughs> I won't even I hate give them. them the time of because day because they're stupid. <laughs> I won't even look grace them with my eyes. Um, but do you know what? Actually, I went on a bus the other day because I was doing something for a, a volunteer group, and yeah. um, I got quite motion sick because I haven't sure. been on a bus for like <laughs> four oh, months or something, and I was like, "Oh no, have I forgotten how to be on a bus?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Were you on the top or bottom? Um, I think I was on the top. Mm. Mm. If I go to the back of the bus, then I'm like, like I'll throw up. <laughs> I get. My, I, I'm not even joking. The TV that my I'm staying with some friends, and the TV that they have is so big that I get motion sickness when I watch certain stuff. Like so what? like, like actiony stuff or how like, do you go, like how do you cope at the cinema? <laughs> I don't really go cinema, but like I don't even really like action films that much, so it's all it's kind of all right. But mm. yeah, or like you know, like mockumentary style, where like the camera is oh, like yeah, really yeah, yeah. G- like I'm trying to watch you know that um, thing on Netflix called Black as Fuck. No, um, I'm trying to watch that, but it's a mockumentary style like film. Right, okay. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to watch this like on my phone or something. I need like a <laughs> tiny oh, screen. Be no, because I think when it's too big, it's like I can't like see all, like I don't know. It's so annoying because I hate having motion sickness because everything fun requires not being motion. in motion. <laughs> like cruises, Roller private jets, pri- yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. Sucks. That, that's, that's, the, that's what your motion sickness is keeping you from, cruises yeah. and private jets. Two things. Well, yeah. <laughs> boat, parties. <laughs> boat parties are a nightmare. Otherwise you'd them. be on them I hate all the time. Them. Um, Charlie's boyfriend, who I, I forgot thought he was Colin Hanks at first. 
Oh yeah. But then I was like, oh no, it's just this dweeb from before. I forgot that he was her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, we only saw well, him kinda, for like I kind of like seconds. him. <sighs> We've still got all this like Charlie and Nate stuff, whereas like Diana saying she's got to leave him alone. Oh. And then all this different. And then I feel like that gets crisscrossed like three or four times in the episode as well. Honestly, um, like the love triangle that won't go away that literally no one cares about. Oh, yeah. they don't even care. The three of them don't even care. How many times as well have we seen in Gossip Girl like a kiss happening so it someone doesn't look at them? <laughs> um, like, I wrote that as well. I was like, how can you actually kiss someone without seeing their face? Kiss is a diversion tactic. Um, I feel like I'm, I've seen that so many times and that's one thing that only happens in films and TV shows. You, just you like, know what? I was thinking yeah. about how like I wouldn't be able to, like it wouldn't work for me and Annie because we're too short. Right. If we wanted to like grab someone and kiss them to hide from someone, it just wouldn't work. We'd have to climb them. Yeah, but we're so small that we, could, so just, small. You could, just, that like, we could just stand oh, yeah, behind just, them. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to kiss them. We just take one step, slide all around. I, I, feel, I feel like the person is going to be like, what are you doing? Why have you made yourself so small so you're fitting in my shadow? I, just don't move. <clears throat> That's so weird. Um, uh, yeah, all this Sleep stuff no more. Ass. Sleep no more. Oh, my God, yeah. Very what? 2010. Very... What? Sleep no more. The thing, the theater yeah, thing. That's what. That's what the theater. The theater thing. I think is real, Annie. Sleep no more. Yeah, yeah it it's was in, like it's a in big fad. It's still going on. It's still going on now. I almost went to that and when when I was in New York, and now I'm glad that I. Re I'm really glad that Wait, I didn't so, go. Okay, because so it's like it's like secret cinema. Essentially, yeah, but it's Macbeth but theater. There's live theater. Yeah, and you're watching the theater in different rooms. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a, uh, it's an immersive a, a, performance. Immersive performance. Yeah, that's it. Ooh. And it was so. like around 2010 or whatever. Everyone was mm. obsessed with it. Like for a while, all the press events were immersive theatre. <laughs> but like, what kind of film? What kind of theatre was it? All like kind of Shakespeare stuff? No, no like different things. Like this was like a modern version of Macbeth. Um, but what other ones existed like here? I'm not sure. There was there like there were like a bunch of like copycat ones. There was loads of them. There was like that Yumi Bum Bum train. <laughs> um, but I, I always it's never as good as like the people who go see it when they tell you about it, like it's the most incredible thing ever. Then when you go to it, you're just like this, this is shit. It's yeah, not, it's just not as good as a film. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's not. What is Secret Cinema good? I've never been. No. No, it's I, I mean, good. I had good it used time to be quite good, when, but like in the early days, it was quite fun. But now it's like, like it got so big, it got yeah. so big so quick, didn't it? Well, yeah, I like. I, I think I went to one because some of them used to be actual secrets, and you didn't yeah. know until you turned up. And I went to one, and it was uh, Doctor Strange Love, which is an incredible film, but it's not like it's not an, like the easiest film to watch when you're full of cocktails no and people were just being idiots in it and people just didn't care it just people just yeah. didn't care at all yeah and it was like it was that the people who go to stuff so they can just tell instagram that they're at stuff rather yeah. than actually being at stuff. people were just like shouting out doing the first just like what's the fucking point man you might as well yeah. like you literally paid like 85 quid for this you might as well shut up and enjoy fucking it hell. the um, early ones were really good though like there yeah. was one that was um 
uh, Anvil, the story of Anvil, and it was like in yeah. Shepherd's Bush Empire, and at, they had the band there, and like, mm. oh, that's cool. so cool. And then another one I went to was One Flew Over the Cookie's Nest. And it was oh, in that an was old awesome. Hospital. That was, yeah. And then, um, yeah, it that's, was really that was well done. It was like still quite small, and there was like yeah. not loads of people doing it. Yeah. Um, um, so but then they just got that, bigger and bigger. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, Secret Cinema is this thing where like they'll choose a film and then they'll make a immersive event around it, and they'll have yeah. actors and like shit everywhere yeah but um, it, it just got super popular and then they just got bigger and bigger like they did and like, now it's so expensive it's really like, expensive looks shit also there's a weird hierarchy to it as well where because i went to the blade runner one because i love blade runner and I, like what they did with blade runner was incredible as well like they did like the awesome like square of blade runner so it was like all the market stalls they had it rain as well like it does in the film and it was really cool it was like everything going on was incredible but then you go and watch the film and it was like a proper hierarchy to the, like, so if you pay the lowest one, you're the lowest character, which means you're just like these little grunts running around. You're not involved in any of the big storylines, really. And the seats they gave you were just like, it was just the, the just the, the most uncomfy seats ever. Right. But... I also then, so I paid to go, paid for the lowest ones, obviously, and then got a free ticket to throw a work thing with to like the big, big VIP thing. And I was like, a detective had this amazing character, got involved in all these storylines. Um, and then the seats were like these big plush seats that you sat in. And I was like, I just feel bad for all, like past me now poor people um, yeah yeah but i also feel like anytime i hear anything about the guy who runs secret cinema the more and more they hear about it the more like a fucking dickhead he sounds um, yeah it's not really? a good company no really I went to, why oh uh, well i'll tell you uh, this is one story i have about him he does a lot of stuff anyway but this is one story i have about him and this i feel like is a good one um i went to they did one um, for that Amy documentary that came out about Amy Winehouse. They did a secret cinema about that. Mate, it was like the premiere basically of it. Um, and it was just so badly judged because obviously it's quite a sad film. Why the would they do a secret cinema? Film. Why would they make an event a, out of that? It was a one-off thing. And um, it was at Coco. Uh, yeah. And it was like basically like... Uh, it was made up to be like an old, uh, like 1920s style, like cabaret thing. They had people from the film there. They had people from her family there. They had her like first manager there. And obviously like, I don't know if you guys have seen the film. I mean, you know what happens in the film. Kate, you know a lot about Amy Winehouse. Who, <laughs> uh, the fact that you wrote a book about her. But like, obviously it's, it's a dark film, man. It goes to dark places. Yeah. And then right at the end of it, the credits come up and the screen goes up. And then her original touring band are on stage. Okay. Um, and they start playing Valerie. And then a lady walks out. Because, um, like, she used to put... Is it like a, a red rose? Kate used to be, like, on her microphone stand. Yeah. Um, so there's a red rose on there. And, like, the band is a playing. And you're like, oh, they're just going to play an instrumental version of it. And I was like, this is beautiful. This is such a lovely yeah. thing, way to end it. It was an original touring band. They just had, like, one spotlight on the rose. Oh, beautiful ending to it then someone dressed up like amy winehouse walks out um and goes everybody look on the tables because uh the lyrics to valerie are there everyone on their feet we're gonna sing valerie and it's like the credits for amy are rolling basically and everyone was just like 
this is so badly judged. It's unbelievable. Um, and they kind of did it. And lo- lots of people just looking around at each other like, this is fucking really poor, poorly judged. Yeah. Oh, God. And then, and then the dude who runs Secret Cinema came on the stage and was just like, oh, thank you very much. Um, guys, stay with us because uh, Most Def is over at the Ace Hotel. We're going to try and get him over. And everyone was like, what? who cares? What? Who cares? Like, they were really good mates. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, then he kept coming like so the band was playing then he kept coming over in between after each song going he's coming over don't worry guy and everyone was like no one gives a fuck mate and then like two songs after he was like yeah we can't he's not coming he's not coming i was like mate no one cared about this thing you've made this really really odd um but after that i was like yeah, I'm, I'm all right with oh. mm. yeah. grim grim anyway um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what this is like. Anyway. So thanks for listening to our uh, Secret Cinema podcast. Our Secret Cinema diss track. Um. <laughs> I just think, though, I'm not surprised we've gone off on a tangent because this episode was really boring. It's just like... Yeah, there's lo- nothing in it. There's nothing in it. About Blair no. going off and trying to seduce Chuck to see if he's still bad. Didn't care. Yeah. Charlie, Nate, Diana, didn't care. Charlie, no. Ivy boyfriend didn't care serena didn't care just don't care didn't care <laughs> about just, any yeah. i just i love uh so yeah there's a, one of the main strands is like oh well one serena doesn't know what to write because she's obviously not an engaging writer but also has hit that thing where it's like unless i'm being mean no one wants it and gossip girl is really quite mean that's why people read it um but and they were like, unless you're going to do that, that you're not going to do it. But then we had just a classic gossip girl just mistreating some uh, kind of thing. Today, it was mental health, whereas his cuckoo cousin is off her meds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was like, great. Come on, man. Like, yeah. are we still, are, was that still going on there? I don't know. Um, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know what to say about this episode. I really didn't enjoy it. Um I really, I'm so bored of this Charlie Ivy situation. Why is it so longed out? Yeah. I, I honestly couldn't care less. It's, and it's, now with her ex-boyfriend coming back, it's just like a bigger yeah, deal. And I, just, I, mean, I, it's, just, it's, I don't care. It's obviously like blowing up, but there's, I guess we've had seven episodes of it because she came yeah. in early on. So I guess we've had seven episodes of, I guess it's just going to be about what happens now. I'm up, I'm up for watching it blow up in someone's face, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I kind of like Charlie, and I, I just feel a bit sorry for her. Why do you like her? I don't. I, I don't just feel really a bit like sorry her. for her. She's a bit nothing. She's she's a con. Yeah, I yeah, know. But she's, she's quite schemy. But she's you know she's not she's not happy, and she's not. I don't know. I just feel really. I just feel really sorry for her. I feel like she's been manipulated all the time. Either through I think her own thing, she's manipulating Serena. Know, Serena still thinks they're family. I think also the problem is that this season. Yeah. Has a really big storyline brewing, which is obviously what happens with Blair. Yeah. Yeah. And the rest of it just kind of feels like filler. Mm. Mm. This is a big filler episode, man. Big filler episode. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, but then we get, we do, the one thing that we do get that does shift it on a little bit is Nate's grandfather is the one who has hired Diana. Dun, That's dun, dun. And I think he said, yeah, I think he says like, you've, you've, fixed my grandson's image you've re- rehabilitated his uh, image and i'm like what no we have what image <laughs> like what has he done working for the spectator that's like yeah. made him seem good the only thing 
that he's done is had sex with his boss and they reported on that. So that's the only thing that they know him because like he hasn't done any of the articles. If anything, it's made his reputation worse because now he's just like sleeping with his boss. Absolutely, yeah. And And what's the deal with, oh, Serena's right where we want her. Like, I don't really see what's going to play out, even though I've seen it before. (laughs) Yeah, I guess like they have tried to like take all of Serena's power. But this is what I couldn't remember. Is she still working for that lady? (laughs) No. she's not? No. She's not. Okay, right, fine. There you go. Because she's not in this episode at all. But the whole, like the whole... Her trying to manipulate Ivy situation mm. is to get Serena to work for her. Right, yeah. Uh, but like, don't care. I think, let's just forget this episode ever existed. Yeah, I thought when pointless. Rufus did text Dan, because he thought that he had uh, convinced him to go back on the road. And he says, mm. I'm proud of you. I thought that was so sweet. Yeah, that is really sweet. And um, Dan's just being a little prick and he's just he's not Such a little anything. bitch, isn't he? Yeah. Get over yourself, man. Like, oh, God. Yeah, I guess it is quite hard, but. And I, it also, like, just felt like SponCon for Sleep No More. <laughs> like, did Sleep No More pay for this episode? Like, what? I didn't, I didn't really understand. It's, it's fucking expensive as well. Can you imagine? I reckon they're still reaping the benefits of being in a Gossip Girl episode. 100%. People would be like, as as seen on, I bet on their website it says, as seen on Gossip Girl. <laughs> well, it was such a boring episode. There's no way I would go. <laughs> true, true. Um, I, I, would go, I would go on. now. I'm desperate to go out. Oh, oh right. yeah, so I mean, like, yeah. You'd even go to that, yeah. Yeah, I'd love true. it. Oh, I'd go to Secret yeah. Cinema now. Like, that's how bad it <laughs> yeah. is. I'd go to anything now, to be honest. <laughs> I, I was, I've been watching lots of like live gigs that I never went to and stuff like that. But I even was looking fondly someone on someone's shoulders which at a gig i'd be like oh come on oh, really God, in front of me that. whereas now i was looking at it going like oh, i actually appreciate this uh that because it may it's made this bit of the live bit a little bit better so that's that's how bad it is i'm looking fondly on people who are climbing on people's shoulders oh like, my god soon well it's not gonna be soon it's gonna be like a year isn't it <laughs> it's gonna be like gig. a year <laughs> so long so far away. Oh, Kate, have you got any? You... Have you got oh. inside? Have you got any inside knowledge for us on when gigs are coming back? Come on, mate. You work in music. No, there's lots of festivals announcing their lineups, but I don't think any of them will happen. Uh, yeah. Like this, the other this... day, I was like, "Oh no, this festival and that festival are on the same weekend in September," and then I was like, "I don't need to worry about this. Neither yeah, of them are going to happen." Really <laughs> don't. Really don't. Uh, <laughs> here we are uh, I thought Dan is Gossip Girl this because he hasn't got much on has he so I feel like he's taking the reins he's getting his little scoops in and he was kind of on it like I feel like the kiss this is why Dan is Gossip Girl this episode because he's not doing anything else so he's just he's just free to write it because the kiss is up on Gossip Girl in about 10 seconds Nate and um, Charlie's kiss is up in about 10 seconds it's because he's just sitting there in Brooklyn typing it all up so yeah, Dan, Gossip Girl. Can't follow that logic. You hit it here first. <laughs> uh, do we have any emails? We sure do. Ooh. Oh, uh, Kelsey has been in touch. Hi, Kelsey. Um, Hi, Kelsey. She has uh, said that she listens to us at work and her coworkers nice. think she's ridiculous because she's always laughing. Um, you mean they're she's... jealous of the good time she's having? Yeah, yeah. obviously. She says... She agrees with Gav that Mad Men is amazing and I think you guys should do the same podcast but make Kate watch it. (laughs) 
madman? Who's the maddest man? Who's the maddest man in Mad Men Town? <laughs> uh, she also knows how much we swear. Uh, which oh. is good because we swear quite a lot. Um, but she says a Manhattan is not made with vodka. What's it mean? I don't know Do when mean- we were talking about that, but that's that's the scoop. Um, she's make- also sent us um, a couple of links to um, a website where they've got all the outfits that Serena and Blair ever wore in Gossip Girl, which is pretty oh cool. Oh my God. So we will pop that up on the Twitter feed uh, if we remember. It's very cool. Yeah, she's right. You don't. What's you it can. made of? What's a Manhattan made of? Vermouth. Vermouth. Manhattan. A Manhattan Ver- cocktail with whiskey, sweet vermouth, and bitters. Don't um, you always think the word vermouth should be vermouth? And someone's just got a lisp and they're saying vermouth. Vermouth. Oh. I just feel like it should be vermouth. That's one of those things that's like, now you hear it. You're not going to hear it. Manhattan's like a ruby color, isn't it? It's like red. Yeah, it is. I don't know why I th- always thought it was something else, but yeah, of course it is exactly um, that. Super what bitter. I would do to be in a fucking bar and to order a drink and to have someone make it for me and then bring it over to me. Yeah. Oh, I haven't oh, had a yeah. cocktail this whole lock. No, that's a lie. When we well, open up for a bit, but you're not buying your own cocktails. I, I'm buying like I'm either making my own cocktails or buying like pre-mixed ones. Matt Maison in Dalston do these amazing bottles of uh, cocktails. Quite spenny, but for a nice special occasion. They what special occasion, Gav? Tuesday. <laughs> My uh, boyfriend's sister made us uh, espresso martinis on New Year's Eve, which was Ooh. not ideal in about one hour's time when I fell yeah, in the bath. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> so Were you what? I fell, in a, threw I, fell in, I fell in a bath. Yeah. And then I threw up on myself. Oh. Yeah, I can't drink espresso martinis anymore. I don't drink coffee, so I, it's lost on me. I don't drink coffee either, but I love oh. Cafe Patron. And so, Does that actually have caffeine in it, though? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. I mean, like, once I had, I think, like, eight espresso martinis, and I actually thought I was dying. Oh, my God. From yeah, caffeine? That sounds horrible. From the caffeine and vodka, like, mixture. I must have had, like, ten shots of espresso. Nothing my heart happened. was like, and I was just throwing up all night. I actually thought I was going to die. I couldn't lie down because my head and my heart was like, were beating so fast. <laughs> like, it's the worst. But I'm I love the taste of one. One year at Primavera, uh, on the last night, it's a festival in Spain, a music festival, mm. and you, it finishes at like 6am. And um, all of my friends were high. And I wasn't doing drugs that year. Uh, or ever, mum. <laughs> Um, and I had uh, two cans of Red Bull and yeah. I was awake the longest because <laughs> 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 this Red Bull is just like Whoop! it's definitely not good for it you. Gives, it not gives drink you that. You should not. Yeah. You should not. I know. Consume. That's why whenever people get like vodka and energy drink or vodka and Red Bull, I'm like, be careful. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a little get you. You'll get you. But Kelsey, thank you very much. I love the name Kelsey as well. Don't hear her enough. Don't hear her enough. Uh, if you want to get in touch as you can, pod at gmail.com and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a bit partridge, though, wasn't it? Don't hear, don't hear you enough. You don't hear it enough. Kelsey. Don't hear it enough. Yeah. <laughs>
That was the seventh episode of season five, and this series could do with a slight kick of the ass, <laughs> we think. Uh, next episode, we're back in the studio and saying goodbye to Zoom, hopefully forever. Keep your emails coming in to gossipgirlpod at gmail.com. We love getting them and hearing about what you think about the show and about us and everything. It is great. We're also on Twitter at gossipgirlpod. If you're watching along, the next episode is the eighth episode of season five, All the Pretty Sources. 